Hey everybody, this is Pete Brown, the big man on campus, host of Sports Wednesday. I want to say thanks to our sponsors, Hoopsters, the basketball-themed board game you can only get at hoopsters.store for donating both their pre-roll and mid-roll ads for the month of July to let us talk about Pelotonia. The Pelotonia is a fundraising bike ride that raises funds that support cancer research for the James Cancer Center here in Columbus, Ohio. Fighting cancer in and of itself is a great thing and worth your support, but here at Sports Wednesday, it's a little more personal than that. As longtime listeners to the show know, back in 2012, our musical director, the maestro Brian Hake, was diagnosed with AML, a form of leukemia, and he was treated at the James successfully. He is now seven years cancer-free and has ridden in seven Pelotonias since that time. And I know we like to joke with Maestro during our Cancer Question segment, but the truth is, he's here with us today because of the work they do at the James. I remember visiting Maestro once a week or so back when he was sick and he was there at the James, and I saw it firsthand, the amazing work that they do there. So I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, that this is a cause worth supporting. The Coach Maestro and myself will all be riding 100 miles in the Pelotonia this year, and if you'd like to donate to our rides, here's what you do. Head to pelotonia.org, that's P-E-L-O-T-O-N-I-A dot org, for my ride, backslash Pete Brown, for Coach's ride, backslash Baseball Guy, and for Maestro's ride, backslash B. Hake. And as I record this promo, I just want to let you know, Maestro's fundraising is way behind this year. So if you have to pick one of our rides to donate to, let it be Maestro's. If there's one thing I know you'll agree with, it's that cancer sucks. We here at Sports Wednesday thank you in advance for considering a donation. Good times, everybody. Good times. Now on to the show. All right, everybody. If you're on a Sports Wednesday workout... Start now, and we're going to let you know when it's time to turn around and head home. And let's get ready to go in three, two, one, cue coach. It's the all-star break, and only one man can untangle just what in the hell is going on in the NL goddamn Central. And we wrap up our coverage of the Women's World Cup with some final medium Oh yeah, plus Coach tries out some new impressions, Maestro tackles another hilarious cancer question, and we've got your Tour de France locks, everybody live from the PP Dome! This is Most Wonder! All right, sounding good, everybody. Coach, nice job on that. I know that uh, you've been been threatened with losing that leadoff spot, but you you brought some maniac-like energy, and it just carried through to everybody else's read. Awkward. This is very awkward. All right, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we know the big stories, but we get those details wrong. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, are you going to be like, oh, wait, it was LeBron James who had 32 points? You're not. Probably not. That's a great question. I took all that energy from the intro, and I just killed it by talking about our listeners' deathbeds. It always comes back to death. Talk about the cancer question a little later, Peter. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll save deathbed talk for the cancer question. <laughs> Let me tell you. Ensues. Here's a guy who's on this show. This guy. This guy. You know, we use the word legend to kind of signify that there's some sort of story there that bears a, ki- a type of connection to reality. We're just not sure what it is. That's why he's a basketball legend. He's the coach. Basketball legend Matt Longley, how are you? Oh, feeling saucy tonight. That is correct. Because I definitely want to talk about this guy. This guy. This guy. (laughs) This guy has the absolute gall to call golf boring, but thinks chess is a contact sport. That's BMOC, Pete Brown. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing well. Chess is a contact sport. I know. It should be. Chess boxing. Badass. Bad and of ass. course, we can't have this show without this other guy because this, this guy, other guy, 
This guy likes to call himself avant-garde because he likes to eat his banana splits deconstructed like they do on all them fancy cooking shows. That's the maestro, Brian Hake. I have no idea what you're talking about. Deconstructed. You know when you So like he eats something? a banana and ice cream and the, ice and the cream. sauce in separate parts? All little chunks in a fancy plate. You're a deconstructed guy. Oh, man. My Aspie oh. brain loves that. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you, Coach, I hope you rest it up because this is a coach-heavy show oh sheet my God, that I look I know. at. So let's see if uh, you can keep that energy from the intro going. Probably All right, not. everybody, bef- before we get into it, uh, and we are four minutes into the show, you can follow the show on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. We've been picking up about 10 followers a day, guys. I like the direction we're heading there. And over on Instagram at Sports Wednesday, how are we doing? 116,000. A hundred and sixteen thousand, man. We're influencers. We are dominating. Uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, I'm going to make. Uh, I'm on vacation next week, and I'm do at least three Instagram posts. All right, I'm going to do four. They're, they're the, whole, the whole week or or a day. Yeah, the whole week. I'm going to like try and come up with some good original BMOC content about, that's sports related. You know, it's how about uh, one a day. I'm going to do what three I'm a saying, day. Oh, you'll never get. You'll never what? get that. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Here, first of all, Coach, if you do three a day, Maestro will buy you a six pack. All right. I like that. Thank you. I'm already right. about. Uh, <laughs> if you're thinking of following us on Instagram, you're probably like sitting around and you're like, should I follow them or not? It's a big commitment. This is the time to do it because next week's going to be quality content. It's going to be fantastic. It'll blow your fantastic. mind. Fantastic. All right. Thanks, everybody. And just a reminder, Sports Wednesday merchandise now available and 100% Maestro approved. You know, Maestro is our design director. He designed the new logo. He gave us an alternate logo. And then uh, he, need, he needed to make some adjustments to the sizes of how these things appear on the shirts. Uh, but they look fantastic now. They're all up. Uh, head to sportswednesday.com, click on merch, and that will take you to the page where you can buy shirts, you can buy mugs you can buy clocks shower curtains what's the uh shower curtains what's the turnaround on that like uh once you order it Mm -hmm. i'm i'm gonna guess here i've ordered from this site before i think it's they have five days to make the thing and then based on your shipping so plan for at least five days to make it and then maybe three to five days for shipping nice so five to ten i don't know about the shower curtain or the duvets those might take longer oh duvet I already got a Mark Spitz duvet, so I don't need uh, Sports Wednesday. Well, Pete Brown says reference, everybody. In hey, the everybody. There's a new Pete Brown says episode out today. I, I don't like them competing on the same day as Sports Wednesday, but I couldn't help it this week. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you sound very <laughs> sorry. Oh, my gosh. We just saw a drop off of 100,000 people on the live stream as they are trying to download the new Pete Brown says. Sorry, folks. It's not coming out for another hour and 15 minutes. So close. I'm so close. Stay up and listen to it. All right, let's talk about sports. You guys want to talk about I sports? We got a morning commute. Sports. We got an evening commute. We keep them both to about six minutes. Let's start the morning commute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a real treat for me. You guys know we've been talking Women's World Cup all along. We've really, we've legitimately followed this story. Uh, they went on and beat the Netherlands uh, two to nothing to win their second straight World Cup championship. And I'm throwing this first question to a uh, high school soccer player, but not just that, a guy who went back to his high school uh, soccer team reunion and scored a goal. Oh yeah, I did do that, didn't I? The maestro, maestro. So I don't, you know, I don't want to recap the game because it's been a couple of days. Just a hey, few. coach just te- coach just texted me a picture of himself <laughs> giving me the finger. What did I do <laughs> to deserve that, maestro? I just wanted to throw you off. Let's just talk about this women's national team. Are they the best ever? Uh, up up till this point, yeah, I would say they are. Yeah, they set a record for goals scored in this World Cup. Uh, they. I think like we're not leading a game for less than like three minutes in the whole world cup. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, I mean, I, I like, like we said before and like everybody said, I think that France game was really the final. These last yeah. two were, I mean, they weren't cakewalks, but I, I feel like that game, that final could have easily been six, seven zip. Oh yeah. I mean, there was a lot of great opportunities. I think, uh, I mean, I think the Netherlands were, were a solid team, but 
they put up a they, decent fight. But there was no like there was no stop in the U.S. They were pumped, and there was an intensity there that they just did not let up the entire game. Yeah, the thing about soccer is you'll see a score like 2-0 and you'll think, oh, that was a close game. But it could be 2-0 and one team could have completely dominated it. Correct, because yeah. as soon as they go up, they can play keep away and they take away all your opportunities. They just yeah. sit back. But I mean, so- I would say we had over 10, maybe 12 solid chances to score. And I oh, think, yeah. I think, you know, I didn't watch every minute, but it, I think maybe there was two shots on goal for the Netherlands. And nothing really in question. Like there wasn't, there were a couple plays in that England game that were the goalie had to make some fantastic saves. That was not the case in this game at all. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is how ridiculously medium I am. I actually watched the Sweden Netherlands game. That is medium. Uh, I watched all of regulation. I watched the seven minutes of extra time. And then I had to like run my kid to her job. And then I came back and it was over. So, that whole thing was like 99 long minutes of no scoring soccer. And then I missed the one goal. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the one moment of excitement. I know. So I thought what we do is spend a half hour tonight in tonight's show of me breaking down the Sweden Netherlands game. I think that's what people really want to hear about. People have been clamoring for that. Uh, let me ask you this guys. And, uh, how long, like, I, I used to think this in the early days of the Dream Team in basketball, but, like, is this a matter of it's going to take other countries some years to catch up to us, or do we have a pretty good lead? What do you think? Oh, well, I mean, this 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 has been going on for a while. You know, I think I think these other teams have, have gotten better, but you would think they would have gotten better quicker. I mean, but I see, but the, the difference is, is that none of these teams that like Japan actually was in the last, I think that they played Japan in the final lat that last time in the world cup and Japan is really good, but they, they weren't the same team th- like this four years. Like it's always a new team that's up and coming, but there's no longevity to these teams. So they don't build off what they build off from before. It's just like they've, they rise they're They, they burn hot. They're really good. They give the U S a chance. And then these teams fall back into anonymity Whereas the U.S., I mean, they're so goddamn good. I mean, they're really good. And they've got such a great pipeline. We are the best is, at yeah, women's I was going to say, is it our infrastructure in, in, in you know women's yes. youth soccer is, is very popular, remains yeah. popular? And it's, it's a big college sport for women. So I think that that's where we pull from. Yeah. Whereas I don't know. And how I, we also, it. like, it's, it's not, you, you, we don't, there's not a lot of, maybe a couple and I'm going to sound very medium here as far as sports leagues that, you know, that women can be a part of. Like, I don't know if, I don't think there is a premier, is there a premier uh, women's league in Europe? That I don't know the answer. I don't know. And so like when you don't draw from all those people and their sole focus is essentially they're making their, their, their uh, life on this, on this one team and yeah. damn, we get we get the best, and the best are focused all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. There there is currently a professional women's league here in the U.S. I know it, that every few years one starts and folds and starts and folds. Yes. I've never gone to a game, you know. Uh, I don't know that we've had one in Ohio though. I don't think so. A team, yeah. Good to know. Uh, okay, so it, it seems wanted, like we have a we pretty good. Want to talk about the disparity between the pay of the men and the women, or is that going to be? Let's let's do that. Actually, that's that's worth it because I looked at a, I saw a chart online. Now somebody posted it, so I don't know if it was accurate, but I looked at the disparity in the pay, and it's unbelievable. It's a million dollars. Like the men would, if the men would have won, they would have won one point two million dollars, and the women won two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, and then there's something like, but the players, like the men, get five thousand dollars for a loss. Women get nothing. So that, get, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it's beyond ridiculous. Come on, there's got to be a middle an, ground. Yeah, I'm coming out. I'm an advocate for equal pay, uh, and you know, I I just think every I I think that this women's national team generated more interest in soccer than the men's national team has done in years. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, and I saw this today too. The women's national team jersey is Nike's top-selling soccer jersey in the U.S. of all time. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, Tonight, I know we joked last week about the U.S. putting their second stringers in. Yes, but it, there is a, a lot of talk of the depth of this team, and I, you know, I, I, there was a part of me that was like, "Put the second stringers in. I want to see, you know, how good they are." Yeah, I know they they talked about that Rose Lavelle, the the mm-hmm. she was unbelievable. 
you know, and she's kind of the, the future leader of that team. She's like in her, you know, mid to early twenties. So she'll be a, a player that we'll see for a long time, but um, I'm sure there's more players, you know, that are just waiting to get their opportunity. It's exciting. Yeah. All right. Congratulations to the women's national team. We hope you get equal pay. We think you guys are awesome and uh, good times. Good times. Good. And uh, just to be clear, the three of us are experts on women's world cup soccer. Oh my God. I'm, I should be paid for how the knowledge that I can spew about women's national soccer teams. Absolutely. You should be. All right, guys. Uh, we are moving into baseball. It's the all-star break. As we record right now, uh, the all-star game is going on. It's the top of the eighth, the American league with a four to one lead over the national league, continuing the trend of American league dominance. Somebody snooker me into a bet for the national league. Damn you it. got snookered you into sure it. Did. something fierce. All right, before we get into the All-Star game itself, and I think actually we'll be able to update standings. This game's probably going to end before we finish recording, especially since Coach is going to have a 16-part trivia question later. All right, Coach, we are leaning on you here. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. It's the All-Star break. I want you to name the Dominators, the teams that are shooing for playoffs, the In the Mixers, and the So Out of It's. Okay, so let's start with the American League. Here are the teams that are absolutely going to make the playoffs. The Astros, the Yankees are the absolute going to make it. Okay. Um, right there next to them, it's the Twins. They're playing good baseball, but they're a young team. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, the, right below that, uh, let's see if we can – well, they, they're, they're very close. They're in the mix. You've got the Rays, you've got the Red Sox, and then you've got the Indians and the Athletics. Yeah which are a lot of teams that are all, all of them could take a hard dive. One, one injury to any of those teams will send them mm-hmm. into a nosedive. The only team I that it. I say will, will can make a push is Boston because they have a shit ton of money and they'll spend at the break. That's right. And they went into the break. They'd won four in a row, six of their last 10. So they're on the rise. They're nine games back as I look at this. Correct. But so uh, they're, they're, they're absolutely shooting for that, that uh, yeah. wild card slot. They are on the outside edge for sure. Nine games is a lot to make up, Coach. It is. So nine games back from – they're not going to win the East. The Yankees are going right. to win the East because the Yankees are going to buy another sure. pitcher. So right now the Indians have the wild card spot. Right. Uh, 50 and 38. Boston's 49 and 41. So they're technically about three or four games back from that spot. So the the, the Boston's chasing that. Boston's chasing Tampa and, and Cleveland. Now Cleveland's – best chance is that they are they can chase down the twins five and a half back at this point absolutely can catch them but there's that's a lot of if and maybe and and hope and this team's not going to spend so even though i'm a fan my my optimism is is guarded for there all right so let's talk national league but let's lay off the central because i want to talk about them no we will so so i can tell you right now there is one clear-cut favorite that stands above all the teams and that's the dodgers the rest yeah. of the, the uh, National League West, you can stick it in a bucket and flush it down the toilet. There's nobody there that makes any sense of them even making a push. None of them are going to spend yeah. money, and they're all garbage. You go yeah, into- Dodgers are 60 and 32 right now. 13 and half uh, above the Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks, yeah. I, they don't know what they want to do. Sure. Okay, so talk to me about the East then. So the East, you've got some interesting teams here. You've got the Braves that are leading, and the Braves do have a solid team. They've got a lot of young stars. Um, but then you got the Nationals and Phillies, six and a, six and a half back. Um, yeah. The Nationals have a great pitching staff. The Phillies do not. The Phillies are going to go ahead and spend money. The Nationals are not. So right there, you've got the Phillies could make a push if they make. They're going to go all in because they've spent all this money on Bryce Harper. They're going to have to go all in. So right now, Harper! Bryce Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper is goddamn. Is he a waste of money? So right now. The Braves are sitting in, in, in the – I feel like the Braves are going to win the East. So what you're looking at is you're looking at the Nationals and the Phillies to battle for the wild card. Yeah, for the wild card, which is probably okay. – they're also going to battle like we talk about the Central. Okay, so that's all the obvious stuff that even a medium sports guy can follow. NL Central. Now, when I wrote this show sheet, there was only three games separating all the teams right. at that time. The Reds and Pirates were about three games back. But literally between the Cubs in first place and the Reds in last place – Reds are four and a half back. Pirates are two and a half back. I mean, I, I know that you tell me those are garbage teams, but those are very doable numbers. Oh, my what's God. What's going on? So here's what's going on. The Cubs are a sleeping giant, 
but they're, they've been asleep all year. Like, I, I'm not sure what they're doing. Their pitching staff is, to put it bluntly, is it's a train wreck. Like, they have John Lester, and then they're, in four, they're hoping for four days of rain. Like, they've got guys that just yeah. aren't doing anything they're supposed to do. They've spent a lot of money on these guys, um, like you, Darvish, who is absolutely awful. And they just and, and, are not a fan of that guy. Oh my God, no! And like you, you've got you've got Javier Baez, who's an MVP candidate again, but none of the guys that played and and catapult them in 2016 have been playing like that. And then you got the I Brewers, who seem like all the highlights of the Brewers, like bashing the ball out of the park, but they're 47 and 44. So yeah, um, the only team I, I'd be scared of would be the Cardinals. The Cardinals always find They're a way good. to spoil somebody's milk. Like they are the team that I would be like, man, you you're leaving this team in too long. It's a baseball town. They do like to spend and they, they have a great GM that they could do some work and, and spoil the milk. And I hope they do. Cause I hope the Cubs go down in a big flaming turd of pain, but, but I'd love to, I'd love to see a uh, pirates or the reds. I would too. scare some people. The reds. You know? I don't, mm, I, I watched them this weekend play against yeah. the, uh, the Indians. And I, I fear that their, their bullpen and their pitching, yeah, um, their bullpen's actually very strong, but it's their starting pitching that it's young and, and unproven. So none of these numbers make sense to me. So here's the thing: Cubs, uh, they have a plus fifty five run differential. So they've scored four hundred fifty five runs. That's the third most in the National League. So, so the fact that they're only forty seven and forty three with that run differential tells me they've got pitching problems. They got defense problems. The Brewers actually have a negative 17 yes. run differential and the Pirates negative 36. And I, you know, you're not going to make up, you're not going to make up games with that. No, that tells me that they've got some serious pitching issues. Hmm. All right. So who wins the central? I'm going to say the Brewers do. Brewers? Yeah. Maestro, who wins the central? The Brewers. I've always been a fan of them on this show. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to pick the Cubs because I hate them as well. Good. So I'm going to say St. Louis sneaks in and gets I it. I love that. Good pick. Let's spoil right. that milk. Spoil Let's milk. spoil that milk for sure. Well, that's definitely a crazy division to keep watch on. Uh, all right, Coach. So uh, before I, I had said who's out of it, but that's fairly easy to determine. So what I want you to do is tell me what team will finish with the worst record in baseball. Which team? Is it going to be Baltimore again? I mean, it, it, do is Baltimore still available? Because they're they are available. <laughs> I'm gonna go them and them alone. I mean, Kansas yeah. City is pretty bad too, but I think Baltimore so, is. Oh my god! In so the bad. race for the worst team in baseball, Baltimore, thirty and a half games out, twenty-seven and sixty-two. The Royals, three games better, thirty and sixty-one. Oh my god, they're so bad. But Baltimore's run differential negative one sixty-five. Wow! But look at Detroit. 2857 yeah, neg- negative 157 they're bad too there are a lot of bad teams that's yeah right. uh, i was up in michigan this past weekend and i was listening to their version you know their version of the fan on the way back and man this guy was just railing on the tigers man he was so upset <laughs> i didn't realize how bad they were but oh and they're so bad and they had an owner that had a lot of money and then he finally decided i'm out Next on the Michigan fan, who's better, the Detroit Tigers or a steaming pile of poo? I say the poo. <laughs> it was. He was so angry. It was funny. I did love tuning into sports radio when I'm in a different city, and I'm like, what's even going on? Oh, that's good. All right. So uh, we are going to make midseason World Series picks right now, right. and these are, these are going to be worth a point. Uh, Again, this will be a point for either team that you get correct. And if you pick the correct champion, that's a point. So you can get up to three points here. Okay. Mid- midway. Hang on. I'm making a little chart so I can write Make these the down. Make the chat. Chat. Uh, chat. Coach, you're chat. still in last place, so it's still your honor, your honor. Okay. I am going to select. I'm going to go. Uh, oh, yeah. Dodgers and the Astros. Nope. I'm going to go uh, Orioles against the Royals. I know they're in the same league, but well, I think well, it'll well, happen. I'm hope for miracles. No, Baseball I'm, goal. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going Dodgers, of course, because they're so goddamn good. But I'm taking the Yankees and the Yankees and Dodgers. And I'm going to select. And this is going to breaks my heart, but I just see it working out this way. The Yankees are going to win. It's going to be a classic 
like 1980. Oh, God, yeah. Yankees, Dodgers. I see it too. Yeah. All right, Maestro, what do you think? Are you going to differentiate? Are you going with your heart? I'm going to go. This is going to be a, uh, it's oh, going to be here a, we go. A, a Southern World Series. I'm going the Braves and Houston. Oh, nice. God, the, the TV. Who's your winner? TV saying, please don't. Um, who's Who my picking? winner? You know, because I, I stunk it up at the All-Star game going to that league, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with the National League. I'm going to say the Braves win the World Series. Wow, the Braves wow, win the World good. Series. Okay. And just so you know, it's uh, now three, four to three in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, National League coming back. Making it interesting. Making it interesting. Uh, I, w- I also thought Yankees-Dodgers, but I guess I, wanna, I want to, um, you know what, I'm going to do Yankees-Dodgers with the Dodgers winning. There you go. That's what I want to win. All right, okay. good times. Good times. All right, so we talked soccer. We su- we talked baseball. That means it's got to be time for you know what it's time for, Maestro. Is it the fun spot? I think so. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> it's my Ted night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun spot. All right, this is the brand new segment. I call it Coaches Two-A-Days. Let me give you some background here. As I mentioned, my other podcast, Pete Brown says, episode uh, season two, episode 10, dropping tomorrow as well. I needed a little bit of a Tom Brokaw, and I I texted you two, and I'm like, can either of you do a Tom Brokaw? And Coach sent me three options, which were great. He uh, he listened to Brokaw. It, he's he had a serviceable a serviceable Brokaw by the end of the. Uh, give us a little Brokaw, coach. Oh man. Oh crap. Uh, what did you ask me to say again? Uh, shocking news out of Kansas tonight. Shocking news out of Kansas tonight. <laughs> okay, they had a little Harry Carey in there, they but got okay. a little bit of Harry Carey. I thought, okay, what what better way for us to expand Coach's repertoire as well as our repertoire on the show with new impressions? So here's what he's got to do. Uh, and Coach is two a days. He does one new impression and one new access. And Meister and I try and guess what they are. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so be bad. Disastrous. All it right. It is disastrous. So uh, do you want to do the impression or the yeah, accent let's get that. first? Let's Coach. do the impression first. All right, Meister, are you listening? Wait, what? You got to listen. We got to guess who he's doing an impression of. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Live from the PP Dome. That's <laughs> Sports Wednesday. For you, me, maybe we'll come to your garage and record with you on a Wednesday. There you nice go. Show. Can't remember his name. I know that's the actor, but you know, it's the Christopher hair. Walken. Yes, God, I can't. I was, it was his name was eluding me. And would you say? I'd say serviceable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was at first. I wasn't buying it, but I liked when you did that. We're going to come to your garage. So nice work there, serviceable walking. All right. Uh, I think add him to the rotation. We can try. I need to work. I mean, and there's some work there, and a lot needed. That, there is some work. Some workshopping. We're going to workshop that. But I sent you that YouTube video, how to do accents. So you should be a master of that. I did. I've watched it 14,000 times. I I live streamed it the other day, me watching it. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of the live stream, we're back up to 175,000. Yes. All right. They must have loved that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. All right. right. This is the accent. All right. All right. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> just trying to talk into a microphone here we go um would it would it make you more comfortable right, if we, we just shut up we shut off the microphones and then we just describe it for people yes that would be even better okay hang on boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. okay your mic's not on all right are you ready mm-hmm. okay. hello everybody welcome we're going to have a great day today. We're going to eat steak. We're going to have onion blooms. Really going to have a good day. Good day. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd say Australian, but it could be New Zealand. I, it it might have be. been a mix. I don't know if it was an accent or if it was Crocodile Dundee himself. It really it was. was. So, so good. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, that one, I don't think it's ready for rotation. No. But but work on it. I think it would be good to have an Australia. Because I, I don't know if you know this, but the coach uh, that we do at the halfway point telling people to turn around, so, some of our fans are asking for some new voices. I can believe what? that. Okay, not bad. Yeah. All right. So that is coaches two days. This is definitely not something we're doing every week. No. I think every couple of weeks, we're, you know, you only had one day notice that this was happening. So now you're on notice. You know, in about three weeks, you're going to need a couple of new ones. All right, I can, I can, like I said, I can workshop that. And uh, are we feeling okay about concluding this fun spot, gentlemen? Do it. It's crazy. He doesn't want to do it. Maestro, it just to get in shape, he puts his guitar on the other side of the room, and then he runs back and forth during the show. <laughs> I do. So it's training. Trying to get my steps in. Fun spot! Fun spot! Coaches, accents, and impressions. <laughs> Oh man, that fun spot! It's that fun spot. Jingle makes everything okay. It really does. It really does. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I think I felt like I screwed up last week's fun spot, and I think we've turned it around. Oh, we've destroyed it. All right. Uh, now let's take all that fun, all that energy. Let's keep it going with a cancer question. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank the good people at Hoopsters who are allowing us to use their pre-roll and mid-roll ads throughout the month of July to talk about the Pelotonia. It's a fundraising bike ride. Uh, what's it raising funds for there, Maestro? Uh, cancer research uh, at the Solov Institute. Oh, nice. Mm. Good job. At the James Cancer Center and Solov Research Institute. Oh, Poor Solov. C. We never talk about Solov. No, just James. I know. And it also, it looks like his name is So Love. Like, what's the meaning of life? So Love. That's right. Cancer research there. Maestro treated at the James in 2012 for AML, a form of leukemia. And uh, he, you know, we're, we're basically taking, we're taking the taboo off asking questions about cancer. We're opening it up to our hundreds of thousands of fans. They submit questions. I select one to ask Maestro each week. And it's just a hilarious good time. Coach, <laughs> it's, coach, oh. coach has the opportunity to steal the cancer question. Uh, we have attempted it once. He went 0 for 1 on cancer question steals. Uh, again, to our knowledge, Coach does not have cancer and has not had cancer. Correct. Okay, very good. You ready for the cancer question, Maestro? Bring it! All right. This is one I've been wanting to ask for a while, so I'm glad that so many of our fans submitted it. Uh, when you're in the hospital, you get visitors, and often those visitors bring you gifts, maybe mm -hmm. some candy, uh, magazines. I know I brought you some comic books and yeah. uh, I think I brought you the Van Halen CD the day that came out. You did. So I'm assuming that's the best gift you ever got. But my, my question is like, if somebody like I know somebody that has cancer going through treatment, what kind of things, you know, were, were good gifts for you that like you really enjoyed or helped with it? And what kind of stuff were you like, uh, you'd probably pass on if you were giving someone a gift in the hospital? I'll be honest. I, I was depreciative of, of anything anybody brought me. I was just tickled to, to get visitors. So I don't, I wouldn't say I, I got a bad gift. I think everything was, was pretty cool. That said, for some reason, and I've told you this too, Pete, um, I was hungry in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I know some right. people get nauseous and they lose weight and they're vomiting and stuff. But for some reason I was starving the whole time. So anytime somebody brought me in anything, candy or, uh, I know a guy I worked with, his wife was making cookies at the time. She was trying to yeah. start like a baking company. So man, when he came in and brought me these giant peanut butter cookies, I was just like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> um, if you're, you're running out there and you really want to keep going, we're 30 minutes in, supposedly. But now it's time to turn around. Good day. Nice. And those and like they wanted you to eat whatever you could eat. Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're just like throw it down, right? Yeah, if there's if James at the time they do have a they had like a Cheryl's cookies down mm -hmm. on the first floor. So I got a lot of Cheryl's cookies and I yeah. ate I gotcha. 
And uh, and then so you ate all those, you gained a lot of weight. Would you then say to the nurse, does this gown make me look hippie? <laughs> I never wore gowns in there. Oh, man. All right, Coach, are you stealing this cancer question or not? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that this week. All right, passing on yeah. steal yet again, probably a good move. Uh, but uh, if you had known Maestro well enough to visit him back then, and, and I know you didn't at the time, what would you bring him as a gift? Me? Yeah. Um, Built to spill t-shirt? Mm-hmm. I think... With, with a picture of you and Maestro on the back at the concert holding up your thumbs ups? Actually, that's what I would bring to you if you had cancer, but for him... <laughs> <laughs> For him, I'd probably send him a, a – I think I would uh, – I'd make him a, a mixtape of indie rock. Nice. Yeah. Weird nice. weird indie rock. Like I know a that cassette? He would like, yeah, like a cassette. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to buy him a, a boombox too, but I'd buy him yeah, a Yeah, you need to bring it. Yeah. And it'd be weird. I know he likes some of that uh, indie rock. It's very thoughtful, yes. Coach, very thoughtful. Yeah. Well, Maestro, he, he was in uh, the hospital, I think, probably all told eight or ten weeks. And I know uh, I visited him a number of times. And then his wife came once and visited him. Uh, <laughs> just one, just one <laughs> time. <laughs> oh, that's just a little cancer humor. Uh, all right. So Maestro says good gifts, food. Go with the go with something you know. Food, obviously, you coffee, have cancer. Coffee is always good. Mm, I love yeah, you're not going to be worried about. Uh, you're not going to be worried about putting on extra pounds. So my, whatever uh, they- I always remember my sisters brought me a uh, electric razor. They went out and got me an electric razor because I couldn't use any uh, sharp yeah. things on my face because I was, a, you know, I couldn't bleed. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, they had to get me this electric razor. I was like, what? They're so, like, it's very, very got it. It's very practical. I would, uh, I would want like a mountain of Swedish fish, circus peanuts, mm. and orange jellies. Oh, God. I'd, I'd have diabetes by the time I got out of there. I would eat so much sugar. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to contribute to the fight against cancer, you can do it because the three of us are riding in the Pelotonia where we you make a donation. It goes to cancer research. Here's what you do. Go to Pelotonia.org, P-E-L-O-T-O-N-I-A. It's a made up word. We're still not sure how to pronounce it exactly. Pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown for me, backslash baseball guy for the coach and backslash B Hake for B Hake, the maestro. Uh, and again, I'm just going to put it out there. Go to B. Hake's page. The guy is way behind in fundraising this year. Way behind. Way behind in fundraising, training. It's all good, though. I'm positive. It's all right. He's it's positive. He's, uh, he's, he's got the coach's positivity. Yeah, that's a good thing to have. It is a good thing to have. That's what that's what you should have given him, coaches. Just bottle right, up the positivity. I'm going to. Yeah, very good. Uh, Maestro, I will tell you what, the next two weeks in July for our next two shows, I'm going to ask very sad cancer questions and see if that helps with your donations. All right. I'm, I'm, All I, right. May, I may have to do that on the social medias too. I may have to make a little video. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, I would never hit my uh, my goal if I didn't make a video about how sad your cancer was. <laughs> Please donate to my ride. There's the people that are like, hey, I saw your video on. Uh, yeah. I'm like, it's on my video. God, it's Pete Brown. I try and keep you to just one or two lines, you know, because I just want to say it's part of the story, but other people get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> other people do. All right. I think that wraps up the cancer question. Thanks again to the people at hoopsters.store. Just go to hoopsters.store, put in your email address, and I'll tell you what, you will become a part of a club that is more exclusive than men who have walked on the moon. That's the is, Hoopsters email list. Is there going to be any Hoopsters uh, work done? At the beach next week, or yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play some hoopsters. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna workshop that shit. You're not gonna be sanding boards and any of that kind of stuff. Mm. That's what we oh, should man, be doing. Really yeah, should. It should be. That's a great idea. Work. It should be. It should be. It's a great workation. It's a workation. Hoopsters dot store. Pelotonia.org. Cancer. Dot cancer. Maestro, you got you got that axe because I think it's time for the meet, evening commute. Ooh, it is already. And he runs across okay. the room.
Nice. Yes. It had a, it had some real body to it. That that lick. Girthy. Sounded good. All right, evening commute. We like to update our ongoing scoreboard, give you some locks of the week, which you can turn right into cash. Just second mortgage your house and wager on what we tell you to wager on because we are sports experts. The best. All right, last week's locks. So, uh, and we had a little bit of a clarification before we came on the air, but last week we did pick Sweden or the Netherlands, who would win and what the goals were for World Cup. Coach got a plus two. He picked Netherlands and USA. Uh, Maestro had a plus one for picking USA to win, and I picked USA to win. So that puts us at 36 of 68 for Coach, 37 of 68 for Maestro, 37 of 68 for me. The All-Star game is over now. The American League won four to three. (laughs) So that makes it 37 of 69 for Coach. He pulls into a three-way tie, 37 to 69. Now, I do not see who the MVP is. So if one of you guys want to try and look at it. I will look it up. we may have another point Look it on the board. Up. Look it up. Otherwise, Coach, uh, have, having fallen far behind during the NHL playoffs, has now made up ground to tie 37-69. I don't know how we pick who gets to go first if we're all three tied for first. I think I think getting, getting me to pick first is part of the the luxury of being in last place because it sure it sure helped you guys. Yeah, I, I haven't been in last place in a long time, so I don't even know what that's like. Yeah, I got you. But uh, it's it's bound to happen here. It will happen. It will happen. That was the seventh straight win for the American League over the National League, and it is uh, you know the National League's a senior circuit. They're older. They 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 have more conservative ideas about baseball. They just don't know how to. They win. just don't. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the winner is going to be. And I will, uh, I will just point this out as well. Uh, during the fifth inning, during the all-star game, Cookie Carrasco, Cleveland Indian, who uh, has leukemia as well, was saluted. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Locks of the week. So all tied 37 to 69. This week's lock of the week. Hey, guys, the Tour de France is going on. Hmm. Tour de France. De France. Oh, vive la France. And uh, we're all training, riding bicycles. Oh. I, I, I was excited to put this on. I thought Maestro might be like, all right, yeah. Bicycle. So this week's lock is a stage six. Now that's happening tomorrow on Thursday. Stage six, uh, as as I'm sure you guys know, and you don't need me to tell you, is Moulhouse to La Planche de, Be- de Belfi. La Planche de Belfi. So that is... That is a mountain stage. Ooh. It is a climbing stage with Ooh, a nasty, nasty climb at the end. Yes, uh, and I'll just tell you this. The city La Planche de Belfi is like a ski resort city. Uh, it translates roughly to the board of beautiful girls. La Planche no de Belfi. Oh, I love that. <laughs> now, a little, little known fact, actually, you look into the etymology of it, and uh, it actually comes from... Uh, Back when they called, uh, they called this place. Pl- <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, they called it Le Peuple de Belfais, which, as you know, means a place inhabited with nice beech of trees. And then over the years, Belfais became corrected to Belfi which is beautiful Belfi. girls. And that's why we have Planche de Belfi. Mm. Uh, I just, you guys are going to be watching Thursday. I'm sure I'm flying over to France just to this watch this stage. This is amazing. Let's, uh, let's, since we've been going coach maestro me, let's go maestro me coach. Sounds good. All right, maestro, who's winning stage six? Oh, of I don't tour? know. I'm going to just go with the favorite. His name is Julian Alaphilippe. Oh, Alaphilippe. <laughs> Alaphilippe. <laughs> I'm going to say that guy. All right. Okay, so I'm writing this down. Julian Alafel Pipi. <laughs> Felipe. I think it's Felipe. Alafelipe. 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 All right. I am going to go in here. I'm going with defending champion, Geraint Thomas. Okay. Geraint Thomas. He's Welsh. And he said in the news he's looking forward to this stage in particular. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm taking a man named Egan Bernal. Egan Bernal. Bernal. He's Colombian. He was 
Yeah, he was my second choice. Egan Bernal. In- why are you Bernal. picking, why you picking Bernal? Bernal? Because I like his name, because it's Egan Bernal. Egan, Egan Bernal. Loss of the week. All right, so once again, take those uh, picks. Go ahead and wager on them. You're going to win because they're locks. That's what a lock means. Why would means. we not give you a great pick? Lock of the week. Of the week. Locks of the week. <laughs> All right, those are our locks of the week. Uh, before we move on to um, trivia, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about the local legend of Planchet de Belfi, uh, <laughs> where, uh, according to the legend, young women from planchet le oh, fled ooh. the mountains to escape Swedish mercenaries. Swedish mercenaries being the worst kind of mercenaries. Yeah. Bjorgen, Bjorgen, Bjorgen. Now, of course. Swedish mercenaries. That's right. Now, according to this legend, they they fled to the mountains because they feared being raped and massacred by the Swedish mercenaries. Uh, and rather than surrender, they decided to commit suicide oh. and jumped into a lake. For I was trying to think, how could I get us lower than the cancer question? You got it. That was dark. <laughs> and then one of the soldiers, seeing this happen, grabbed a board and with his dagger engraved the epitaph beautiful girls uh and there is actually a wooden statue created by a local artist of this legend and it's hilarious it is like a a young girl who's kind of in midair as if she's leapt to her death and there's a giant hand behind her trying to grab it oh wow well i'm a seaside sitting just smoking and a drinking on ringside that's right so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put that statue on instagram oh, this week should. it's the s- second best statue since we did the uh stefan marbury oh, statue that's actually that. in yes. china actually in china all right so here is why i picked tonight's trivia Are you guys ready for trivia you want to do some trivia stingers trivia trivia uh my daughter was listening to the show i had it on in the car and uh she heard us doing our stingers and she said you are like children (laughs) we are i take that as a compliment you know what children are the ones who just push a button and play a stinger they have no creativity i was i was talking to coach's daughter at the um at the ambush game tonight and she said that our show is like a three-way conference call (laughs) Man, uh, she's probably never been on a conference call because those are mine. Oh, knowing. I thought you enjoyed those. We'd be like, I'm sorry, like, who's on? Did somebody that, just listening? Did somebody just dial in? Like, listening to that show is like you three sitting around a picnic table talking about stuff, and I can only mm. sit with you guys for a couple minutes. Well, that mm, makes I sense. I do not think 18-year-old girls are our target audience at this time. I wasn't time. going in that way, so that would be a later time. Once once we have the, the video live stream going oh. for reels, I think we'll, we'll boom. Yeah. You know, because then we'll start selling posters of oh ourselves God, and, and pictures. And and we all have, we all have faces sports, for podcasts. The Sports Wednesday calendar, it's going to be awesome. Let's do, let's do a three-way conference call right now. Hello, did someone dial Hello. in? Did someone dial in? This is Jim from, Everyone? from Colorado. I'm at the Denver okay, office. here's what we have to... What? 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 Sorry. How was your how was your Wait, holiday? You go. Uh, you, so go you go. Your Sorry. holiday? <laughs> Who's muting me? Did you guys get the package? I, I li- printed that stuff. I, what? I, I literally had that call oh, today. God. Okay, <laughs> so she doesn't, she doesn't understand that. So now she has to listen to this episode so she can hear. So that's what's real right, life. Nice. Nice. All right. LeBron James, it was uh it was it was nine years and one day ago today. That the, the decision aired where he said he's taking his talents to South Beach. And uh, oh, you had- it, it reminded me of my long and complicated history with LeBron James. And, <laughs> it's very long and complicated. And so I thought we'd do some LeBron James trivia. Um, I just, because I was so mad, not that he made that choice, but I was so mad that how he did it with oh, that, that was- TV show and everything. And then they cut to Cleveland and all the fans are like, oh, shit. <laughs> And I know, I know he has said that was a huge mistake, and he regrets it. But uh, and he did win a championship, so it's all yeah, all it is good. now. But, but man, like, when I when I just saw like the retro, like the decision was nine years ago today, I just re- was reminded of that anger. So let's do some LeBron James trivia. Let's start with Coach's seventeen part question. Hey, Get that one, everybody. All right, no, mine's very simple. LeBron James has broken many records, most for being the youngest to many different final um, records. Rolling Stone? Luke, that's, that's a good, good one. one. That's so good. He's got 
Welcome to Craft Beer and Vinyl. Ah, I love it. It's 180 grand. It's a fucking great, great copy. Um, anyway, so he's he's the youngest to a lot of landmarks, like the youngest to 1,000 points, 5,000 points, 29,000 points. So one of his landmarks that he got, he was the youngest to so many minutes played, and this is regular season and postseason combined. I'm not even going to give you multiple choice. I just want you to throw out a number and see if you get close. Fastest to what how many minutes? And it's in the thousands. It's a big number. 6,000. Okay. 10,000. Okay, you're not even close. He was the first and the youngest, not the first, but the youngest to reach 50,000 minutes played. 50,000 minutes played. That's Whoa, dang. That's in- uh, I just texted you guys a photo of what's going on in the pee dome right now. I did not know that there was a mess under the desk and I stepped in it and smushed it all over the carpet. <laughs> oh, well done, Petey. It, it oh, is the poo-poo dome. Wow. And I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you in case I pass out from the smell in here before we finish. So like that was, that Why was sitting there and you couldn't that? smell it. But so like you stepped on it, like uh, you broke it open. <laughs> yeah. Like I just been sitting here kind of bouncing my yeah. leg up and down while right we're talking and suddenly I'm like, what is that smell? And I look down and it's like, how did I miss that? Are we going to keep him on as an intern? Because he's really, really yeah. pushing it. He needs to go as an I intern. Think we, I think we need, we to, need to put him on a three-way call on that one. Oh man, I just carpet cleaned the pee-pee no, dome. that's going to need cleaning. Harsh. I, I would put that on Instagram, but I think that's actually too nasty. For I'm watching it. I, yeah. Sorry to interrupt your uh, 50,000 minutes of LeBron James question, Coach. Okay. All right. Uh, Maestro, what do you got? You guys ready? I'm always ready, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you three ages of LeBron. Okay. 22. And with with those ages, there is going to be a an important detail for him, and I want you to assign the detail with the age. Okay. Are you yeah. ready? I'm going to go in chronological uh, or yeah, order. No, wait, these aren't all ages. Sorry. Okay. These are just, these are just numbers. Okay. But, but I want you to assign the detail that goes with those numbers. I thought they were all ages, but they're not. All right. Ready? 15, 17 and 19. All right, so here are the three details that go with those numbers. I want you to assign these to the numbers. One is game winners. One is the age of LeBron when he got his first 40-point game. And the third one is the age that he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Okay, so 17 is on Sports Illustrated. That's 17. So I'd say 19 would be his first 40 40 points and 15 game winners. You are correct! LeBron James. Brilliance! Very good. LeBron James plays for the Lakers now, everybody. Everybody, He plays with a guy they call the Brow. And I'm going to tell you, we are recording next week's show a little early, but we are going to be talking all about the NBA free agency stuff. I can't wait. I mean, I I sound different. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Did someone just dial in? I think you're muted. I think you're on mute. Am I muted? Am I muted? Damn it. I always mute the Denver office. Hey, I got another fun fact for you. How many many points did LeBron get in his first game? 25, 20, 12, or 30? 12. Wrong! I'm going to say 20. 25 points he got in his first game. Wow. He did. They knew that, and he was the chosen one. <laughs> they just knew it. All right, guys, you ready for what? Are you ready for yeah, a question? What? Go ahead. What? Right. Is I'm everybody here. there? Have I you dialed in? in? All right. As a rookie, LeBron James averaged twenty points, five rebounds, and five assists per game. And there have been—he's one of only four NBA players who have ever done this. So I'm going to ask you to name the other three, and I will feed out hints as needed. Okay, so 25, 5, and 25 five? and 5 so as a rookie. 25 there's three and 5. Other, as a rookie. Three other fellows? Yep. yep. 
One of them should be pretty obvious because he's pretty good. Magic Johnson. No, Michael but Jordan. it is an MJ. Yeah, very good. Maestro. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Maestro, not coach. Ding, ding, ding for Maestro, not coach. Yeah, yeah. So there's two more. Two more. Uh, Larry, one guy. Larry Bird. Not Larry Bird. I'm going to give you the era for one of these guys, which is right. the 60s. Will and oh, Oscar Robinson. There you got it. Nice, coach. Okay, Oscar. I was going to say he's a Cincinnati Royal. Yes, triple. And then this last guy uh, currently plays now. I was surprised that he did this well as a rookie. Uh, And he's mostly associated with the Kings, although he played for the Pelicans for a year. And it is not a name I knew before this question. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He played he played for the Pelicans and then made his way over. And now he plays for he started with Sacramento for like five years, then a year with the Pelicans and back to Sacramento. Twenty-five and five. Oh my! Um, that would be—is he a big man? Uh, that would not be a detail that I could answer for you. Oh, I mean, he's okay. bigger than me. I'm assuming, and I'm a big man. No, <laughs> okay. I'm big then. Can I have a you, first letter of his first name? The how about I'll give you his initials are T E. Tommy Evans. Oh, oh uh, Tyreek Evans. That's right, Tyreek Evans. Isn't that funny? I haven't heard anything funny. about him, but apparently he lit it up his, his rookie year. He had a great It's been all downhill since then. Well, everybody. That's tricky. We should call Tyreek, see if he'll want to come on the show and talk to us. He'd love to be on the podcast. Tyreek like on the show. All right. That's trivia. True. 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 Trivia. 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 Pretty sure my question is whatever. Oh my! Oh, and just want to give you a backup on mine because I only had one part. As fifty thousand minutes played translates to one thousand and forty-one games. Wow! And that's a lot. I just like to talk a little bit more about the etymology of La Ponche de Belfie. <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, nice work there on trivia, Maestro. I am going to give you the trivia championship because you got uh, you got a couple right and you had the best questions. Good for you. I get a point. I get a point. All right. Now this guy, he's had an all-star game thus far. He opened up strong. He did a lot of talking during the baseball segment. He did two new impressions. And now we are, he did the introductions. We're going to reward him with a final thought. Final thoughts. All right. So my final thought does have to do with last night's home run derby. And did either one of you watch it at all? I watched highlights today. Okay, so there it, it was actually. I watched it on and off. I don't. It's not must see watch, must see TV for me. But um, it was very compelling last night, specifically uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Jock Peterson. Anything actually that uh, Vlad Guerrero was in was insane. That dude just all he hits, and we we followed him a little bit because he was your minor leaguer, right, Pete? Yes, he was my minor leaguer. That's yes. why I get a plus so five. He, Plus uh, five, minus three, because of uh, just, I don't believe you that you got lucky enough to pick him. But see, he he hits like just serious bombs. And so does Jack Peterson. I didn't know that Jack Peterson actually in 2015 was a runner-up. But my thing is, is that it, the game has changed so much. Like Justin Verlander got out there and was complaining about the baseballs. He's saying, you know, look at 2017. There was a jump up in... Um, home runs and now we're back to 2019 and it's the same thing. And he's complaining about the baseballs saying that they're juiced. But so I didn't realize this, but in 2017, he's actually got a point and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but he's got a point because all of these changes and these home runs and this, this huge jump and like, it's insane how many more home runs like right now we have the the major leaguers, the baseball has hit 330 more home runs than they had in baseball last year at the same time. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So like in 2017, Major League Baseball bought Rawlings, which is the company that supplies the baseballs yeah. to to baseball. And at the same time, they had this huge meeting about what can we do to improve the mm-hmm. game. So Manfred, the, the um, commissioner came out and he didn't admit that they did anything to the balls, but he said it is officially, they have checked that there's less drag on the baseball. And he says that has to do with them being built. Um, they're being, uh, created more efficiently. Mm. 
So my question is, what the hell does that mean <laughs> by one, how does he know there's less drag? And two, not more drag, but less drag. And what does it mean by they're made more efficiently? Mm. Like, are they made tighter? That word does not fit at all to the question he was asked about the baseballs. Well, they're probably different because they're made more efficiently. Hmm. I don't even understand what that means. What's what's happening in baseball to me is this. When we played baseball in Little League, what was the one thing the coaches always told you? Don't try to swing for a home run. It'll just happen, right? Like just, just swing the bat, level swing, line drive. If a home run happens, it's on accident. It's a happy accident. You shouldn't try. That's BS now because you watch these guys when they're swinging. They absolutely are swinging with, with a with a upward swing, and they're trying to hit a home run. That's how these guys come up. And the whole thing about these home runs being improved and all these pitchers whining about it, yeah, maybe the baseball's changed, but the only flip side to that is strikeouts are up at an alarming number. So maybe they're not getting – they're giving up more home runs, but they're all striking out people at a like a 200% more rate than they were before. Mm-hmm. So like I think the, the thing is, is like there's these baseball guys and players – that are just baseball guys, baseball guys. But the the players and the owners and all that stuff is like they 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 always complain about certain things like this. But I think the one thing that they are not realizing, and it happens in all of sports, it happens in everything in goddamn life, is that things change. And the the simple answer to this is the game is changing. So it's changed. So coach, uh, let me let me just unpack this convoluted conspiracy theory of yours. Yes, uh, there are 330 more home runs this year than Major, last year at the same Major time. Major League Baseball now owns production of the baseballs. They've they've Correct. said they it's more owns. efficient, uh, but you but less drag. Is, okay, so less drag on the baseball. But what, what does this mean? Maybe there's a sealant or something in the process that that has made the outside coating the baseball smoother Correct, for maybe. less drag. They also say the, core, the, the core is more centered. The core is more centered. I don't think either of those things can account for 330 home runs. I think what you're what no. you're saying is the offensive strategy has changed, and it's all about the long absolutely. ball. It, it's ex- absolutely what I'm saying. Like. I, my point is that maybe the baseball has changed, but that doesn't mean shit because right now the game has changed so much that people are swinging for the mm-hmm. fences. So with the, the the way that these baseball players, they train, I mean, these guys are muscle, huge chunks of muscle. They're not, it's not John Cruck out there rolling out with a big fat belly and a cigarette digging out of his mouth and he just got finished with a bucket of chicken. It's That's not that guy anymore. These guys are absolute, like Aaron Judge is a freak of nature. So if he hits a, lo- a fly ball, he's going to crush it, and he hits it at an angle. I'll tell you what. And physics says that's going to leave the pack. I'll tell you what. You're down three to one, and you get a walk. Your first at bat, you got no outs. You're bunting. You're right back in. You're yeah, you're right back in the game. You're bunting. Bunt. bunt twice. But get the guys in scoring position. You're d- you're down two, and you get a guy at first, and the next guy up, he's swinging for the fences. He's going to try to tie it in one swing. That's oh, crazy. That's pretty good, though. So as a baseball yeah, guy, no. Coach, are you for this, against I mean, and I just want to say, baseball it's, guy, it's always possible. Guy. Yes, uh, there's some something being juiced, but it's not the ball as well when you see this. Oh, big, absolutely. Big jump. Not, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me because it's still baseball. It's just changed. Yeah. It's just like in football, we don't run the ball 75 times a game. We throw it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's just the way the game is. So until – it doesn't Until bother the team me. comes around and starts doing it a different way, and then they change the yes. style. It's just, yeah, you're right. Golden State changed basketball. Yeah, they brought the two hand set never, back. Set, set. <laughs> and they brought the peach yeah, basket right. back. So, I mean, like you know, these things happen. All right, so coach is saying, don't buy into the hype about the ball. Don't buy into the hype about it. it players being juiced. It's literally we have changed how we approach the game offensively. That is so. Correct. We could say that is an offensive final thought. It is a very <laughs> offensive. So, just a couple quick updates before we throw it to Maestro to play this out for us. Uh, your All Star MVP, Cleveland Indian Shane Bieber. Wow! Shane well Bieber. done, Shane. Congratulations. Uh, none of us picked him, so we are now all in a three-way tie for thirst at thirty-seven of seventy. Thirty-seven of seventy on the year. <sighs> And uh, also trending on Twitter right now is hashtag Cookie Strong. You knew that was coming. Or Cookie Cookie. Oh, you knew it. And 
That's fantastic. And uh, I spoke with Cookie Carrasco before he went on the show tonight. He just wanted me to remind you all to go to pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown and drop some money. <laughs> God, Cookie, what a good fellow. All right. Uh, Always thinking about other people. Coach, what are they going to find in that box with their Cookie Carrasco bobblehead? Well, they're going to pat Cookie on the top of the head. It's like, Cookie, we're right behind you. And they're going to slide him to the side. They're going to find David Blatt, the bobblehead that everybody should have. And they're going to look him in the eyes, all sweet and tender, and say, David, it's time to go to bed. They're going to pat him on the head. Sports Wednesday. It's all done. Woo! Mm, well done. Was that original, Maestro? That was a pull it out of my buttskies. That was good. Sounded good tonight. All right, everybody. That's been his bullet for one day. Hot guitar. One day. 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 Guitar. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>